morning. I don't know if you've ever read the book Pilgrim's Progress, but if you haven't, um, do get a hold of it and have a read through it. It's a book written by John Bunyan way back in 1679, and it's following the journey of a character called Christian. At one point, Christian and his friend Faithful find themselves in a valley called Vanity Fair. And it's a place where the meaning of life is supposed to be found in possessions. And it turns out that this is a place where there is no real hope. The word vanity means meaningless. That is, the quality of being worthless or futile. When we turn to our Bibles, the writer of the book of Ecclesiastes writes about vanity, meaningless, the meaningless of life. And this is coming from a man who, humanly speaking, had everything, wealth, possession, power, position and fame. As he uh, approached the end of his life, he wrote this book called Ecclesiastes and in it he realises that all of these things that he had would eventually be of no value to him. But there is hope. And the hope is not in what he has achieved or in the possessions he has gained or even the style of life that he lived. It is found in knowing God. This is how the writer starts his journey to find the meaning of life as he speaks from his own experience in chapter 1 of Ecclesiastes in the very first verse. These are what he says. The words of the teacher, son of David, king of Jerusalem, meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher, utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. Let us go and listen to how he concludes at the last chapter, which is chapter 12 of his book, Ecclesiastes. And in the first verse of chapter 12, he says, Remember your Creator in the days of your youth. So his advice here is to include God in your life at the earliest opportunity. And when we come to that, the end of that chapter 12, verse 13 and 14, he says, now all has been heard, here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God, keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. Whether you believe in God or not, maybe this is a time to think about it. Because the Bible teaches, and we know that, that God is already here. He's always been there. And God knows each of us better than we know ourselves. In other words, God knows you. When we come to 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7, we read these words. And if you want to read the, the background to this verse, it's in that chapter 16 of 1 Samuel. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things that people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So the message from that uh, verse is that God knows us even better than we know ourselves. He knows our hearts. And what does God see when he looks at us? Well, he sees this. He sees that all have sinned. 
and fall short of the glory of God. Paul tells us that in Romans chapter 3. What does he ask us? Well, in Mark 8 verse 36, he says this, and it's a question for us. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? What does that mean to us? Well, it means that we need to do something about it. Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. So, does your life have meaning? Well, I think the saying is you can't take it with you. But you know, it does have meaning when we put our trust in Jesus. 1 Corinthians 15 Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labour in the Lord is not in vain. Isn't that great? And that's something to thank God for. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that although this life can be difficult at times, but when we put our trust in you, we know that whatever happens, it's not a waste of time and it's not meaningless, but it has great meaning and there is great rejoicing, great joy and great gain. And we know that because one day we will see you and we thank you and we praise you for it as we come to you in the name of Jesus. Well, a few things to think about for us this morning, and um, just a, a verse from a hymn that you probably know quite well, and I quote it quite often, the hymn is, My hope is built in nothing less. And this is one of the verses. His oath, his covenant, his blood, supports me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, then he is all my hope and stay. Well, may God continue to bless you throughout this day and I'll be back again in the meantime. You take care. God bless. Bye now.